So Judges chapter 6, I think it's it's actually, let's go there. You know, I'm going to go there uh, real quick. Judges chapter 6. I was reminded of this this morning. Judges chapter 6, and it's verse 12. So if we want to throw it up on the screen, you could. Judges chapter 6, verse 12. Uh, I was reminded of, of the destiny call of God uh, over Gideon. And I was thinking this morning, the Holy Spirit was stirring me up out of Revelation 19.10. Everybody say Revelation 19.10. And the last part of the verse of Revelation 19.10, say it again, Revelation 19.10. That was probably a really good year. 19.10 was like a probably an amazing year when something cool happened in America. 19.10, okay? Maybe Henry Ford did something really cool in 19.10. But in Revelation 19.10... It, it says that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And here's what I think. I think that, I think that God's written these amazing things about you. And so when you were conceived, according to Psalm 139, Jeremiah 1, when you were conceived... God wrote a book about you, and he filled it with precious and magnificent thoughts. And there's so many thoughts that he put in that book that they can't even be counted, but it's a book about you. And I think it's a book about you in Christ. It's a book about you in Jesus. There's no cancer in the book. There's no sickness in the book. There's no defeat in the book. There's no discouragement in the book. There's no hatred in the book. There's no bitterness in the book. There's no poverty in the book. He wrote this amazing book about you. And when you come to Jesus, then Jesus, who now represents you before the Father, can reach into that book and declare what's in that book into the present realm and help you see what's in that book over the future so that you can move into your destiny, or destiny is a word that's tied to destination. That's your destination. So the spirit of prophecy, when we think about the spirit of prophecy, what is prophecy? What is it to prophesy? Jesus is the sublime prophetic minister, ministry, and voice. And his testimony over your life is him reaching into what God wrote in your book and then him by the Holy Spirit delivering that to your heart or to someone else's heart. And it's a testimony of precious and magnificent things. If he delivers it to Chris's heart about me, then Chris is able to see it and then Chris is able to say it. If he delivers it to an angel, then the angel of the Lord who visits Gideon in chapter 6 of verse 12, then the angel of the Lord is able to say, Gideon. And what's Gideon doing right now? Gideon is afraid of the Midianites. This is where we find him. And he's hiding in a wine press and he's treading out grain in a wine press because he can't work it out out there in the visible realm because he'll be slain by the Midianites. And so he's hiding in here, but he's trying to get some grain worked out so that he can make some bread and have something to eat. And so the angel shows up in this wine press and says, hey, you're a mighty man of valor. So this is God. This is, this is, 
through the angelic visitation, declaring what is in Gideon's book about him. And he's thinking, I'm nothing. You know, Gideon looks around and somebody else in the wine press. What's going on? Who's he talking to? What, me? And there, th- this, is, this is the power. There's power. There's power in tapping into what God says about you and what God says over you and then receiving that, receiving that, accepting that. There's power in you seeing one another as God would see, seeing one another, seeing treasure instead of junk, seeing, seeing the goodness of God, over, seeing what, the, what are the precious and magnificent things that Father has already written in your book, seeing that and then receiving the testimony of Jesus, receiving, getting in alignment, getting in agreement with the testimony of Jesus over Joe, over Gordon over Patty, over Jeremy, over Melanie, over Bill, over Frank, over Gail. Get it. And then, I, then, then beginning to share. When I release, when I release, when I pray, when I release, when I say, when I declare those kinds of things over you, it has the power, the power of agreement with the Holy Spirit, the power of agreement with the testimony of Jesus to begin to release something fresh, something new, something we're not talking God into, something God already predetermined that he's talked us into. Now we're agreeing with it, and now it has the power to create. Why? Because we're not asking him for it. We're not begging him for it. He already ordained it. Did you get what I just said? We spend a lot of time trying to talk God into good and then wondering if he's going to grant our petition when God wants us to see the good he already preordained that we would walk in and that we would begin to agree. If you'll agree with what God has already preordained, I'm telling you, this is, this is 1 John 5, 4, whatever's born of God will overcome. Did you hear me? This is 1 John 5, 4. Whatever is born of God will overcome. The word born, Genesis, it refers to seed. Whatever is of God's word, whatever is God's seed, whatever God has predetermined, whatever is born of him, whatever comes from him, whatever he gestates, if we'll agree with that, if we'll declare that, that will overcome. And this is our victory. Even our faith, our faith in what? Our faith in whatever's born of God. Our faith in whatever's born of God. Did you put that on the screens? I don't know if you can, but put that on the screens. It'd be good for them to see that. No, no, not that one. 1 John 5, 4. 1 John 5, 4. Are you with me this morning? We're not just talking about prayer. We're talking about proclamation. We're talking about agreement. Remember the word confess is made up of two words in the Greek, homo logos. It means to say the same thing as God. Logos is God's word. Homo is the same. To say the same thing as God, that is what the word confess means. When I confess Jesus as Lord, when I confess him as Lord, it's not just saying Jesus is Lord. It's actually saying the same thing that God says about me, the same thing that God says about Jesus, the same thing that God says over my life, I'm going to say that. That's what confession means. That's why the word amen is powerful. What's the word amen? The word is amen, amen is like a word of confession. It's a word of I agree. 
I agree. I'm in covenant with that. I agree. That's good. So be it. What you just said, so be it unto me. So that's why we say amen. It sounds crazy. It sounds silly, but no, it's powerful. It's powerful when you say amen because you're coming into agreement with what God has said. Did we go to 1 John 5, 4? Whatever's born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. I'm saying even our faith because I'm used to the King James and the New American Standard, and that is not the King James. That is the New American Standard. Even our faith. Our faith in what? Our faith in whatever's born of God. Amen? Oh, hallelujah. So I want us to do a little. I want us to do a little bit of this this morning, uh, over the uh, Connect Group leaders, okay? Over the Connect Group leaders, uh, and so oh, I, w- I want to give you one more thought. I want to give you one more thought. John fifteen. These are these are good things. Everybody say good. These are appetizers, taste buds, taste bud tantalizers. This is good stuff. Amen. John fifteen. I want to make sure I get the right verse so that we go to the right verse. John 15. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, verse 7. John 15, verse 7. Okay. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it shall be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Let me read it again, verse 7. If you abide in me and my words. Now, what are we talking about? We've been talking about his word. We've been talking about that Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, is testifying of God's Word over you. God's Word over you is bigger than this book. God's Word over you is actually a precious and magnificent book that the sum of the thoughts of Him about you can't be counted. Has He whispered in your ear lately? Anybody? I'm serious. Raise your hand. Has he whispered in your ear lately? Has he told you something about you that blessed your heart? Is he? Is he? Hands up. Hands up. I'll just keep responding. Has he? Has he given you an impression that was just sweet and loving and and amazing? Yes. 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 Look at the hands up everywhere. Okay. That was that was his word. That was the testimony of Jesus out of your book that he has predetermined, pre-ordained that, that Paul talks about in Romans chapter 8. That was the word of God. Woo! I like this. You like it? If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will and it shall be done for you. Now, now here, I want you to, I want you to write this down. You got your phones open? Uh, open your phones and your iPads. I want you to write this down. John 15, 7, I want you to go here when you go home. I want you to put me to the test. Be a good Berean. Do not listen to me and believe me unless you can prove it out. The word ask in the Greek, the word ask in the Greek was chosen by the translators out of their own presupposition of petition 
the word in the Greek could equally be translated decree. D-E-C-R-E-E, decree. It also could be translated require. R-E-Q-U-I-R-E, require. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can require what you will and it shall be done for you. You can decree what you will and it shall be done for you. Consistent with the meaning is demand. Consistent with the meaning is declare. Consistent with the meaning, the mean, are you following what I'm saying? If, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you have the power to bring forth, and this is the victory, even our faith in that word that now abides in us. So you can declare what you will according to that word. You can... Require what you will according to that word. You can command what you will according to that word. You can require, you can command, you can declare, you can. He wants you to see that the, that the issue is not petition. Why would we continue to ask God for what we just saw by the testimony of Jesus is ours? You don't need to beg God for what you just saw by the testimony of Jesus. He just whispered in your ear. He just said, oh, mighty man of valor. And now you've got to ask him to make you a mighty man of valor. Please do something with me. And Lord, I'm just a worthless uh, uh, a grinder out of grain. I'm hiding in, the, I'm hiding in the, the wine press. I'm afraid of all of my enemies. Lord, just do something with me. I'm just a a worthless worm. Break the religious spirit. Listen, he just said, uh, you are mighty. He just revealed something out of his, the book that he wrote about you, right? And as he reveals that to you, we move from petition into agreement. And this is the victory that overcomes even our faith in that word that he's spoken over us. Are you getting this? Is anybody getting this? Are the lights on? Is anybody home? Are you getting this? Do you see this? Do you receive this? Is this easy enough to receive? Is this simple enough to get a hold of? Yes? Now, by the way, this is how we pray for one another. This is how we pray for people. This is a very, very, this is a huge part of prayer. This is a giant part of prayer, right? Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. So we, 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 we got to extract, we got to extract all of our negativity, okay? Okay, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Do not smoke, chew, run with girls that do. Okay, I've got to, no more stealing, no more... Okay, we got to re-extract all of our legalistic negativity. Not that that doesn't have value. Of course it has value. But the, but the context of the prayer of Matthew 6 is heaven come to earth. 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 Thy kingdom come. The kingdom of heaven come to earth. The will 
of God as it pertains to the kingdom of heaven that's now granted to Jesus, the exalted man, that will come to earth. So this is how we begin to pray. So I begin to pray for Bill. I'm not looking for my will when I pray for Bill. I'm actually looking for what do you, what do you have in the book, Holy Spirit? I ask you to begin to testify to me. Jesus, begin to testify to me what you have in the book over Bill. I'm telling you, you start you start tapping into that realm. You're tapping into the spirit of prophecy. You start tapping into that realm, and what will happen is you'll start getting downloads. And when you start getting downloads, oh, Bill, I see, I see blessing. I see increase over your next... Uh, in the next three weeks, something is going to break for you. Now, I'm actually seeing something, by the way. In three weeks, something is going to break for you, Bill. This is real, by the way. Uh, and there's going to be increase that happens with this. Uh, and, uh, and, and not that it's, it, it's this, not evangelistically. It's not like this is going to blow your mind, but this is good. There's something good coming in three weeks that will be from Father, and uh, it's going to bless you. All right, now that was by the Holy Spirit. Seriously, I closed my eyes and saw something. When you, uh, This is for all of you. Come on, say me. Acts 2, 38. These gifts are for all of you. All of you. All of you. All of you. For you and your children and all of those who are afar off. The Holy Spirit's ministry is for all of you. We begin to tap into that heavenly realm. When we tap into that heavenly realm, then we begin to declare, we begin to acknowledge, we begin to agree with, we begin to say what we see. I like that. I like that. Let's do it together. Let's say, say what we see. We begin to say what we see. It's as simple as to say what you see. Say that with me. Say what you see. Isn't that cool? I want, uh, I want the Connect leaders up front. Quickly, we're going to pray over them. And you know what that means? That means we're going to declare over them. We're going to prophesy over them. We're going to bless them. Uh, Joe and Sandy over here. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And now the sermon. Oh, amen. Are you getting something this morning? Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, say, I receive revelation. I receive transformation in the name of Jesus. So we have a little practice at home that we do. And I think it relates to today. We have a little practice at home that we do uh, when, we're, when we hit the hay. And I told you a couple of weeks ago we hit the hay together because it's very precious and wonderful. Uh, so even if I get up and go read for a while, we hit the hay together because we want to, we want to cherish one another uh, in that time. So it's not about sex. It's about together. It's about uh, emotional intimacy and friendship. Hello, somebody. And so when we do that, sometimes what we do is we, um, we, uh, we, we, we give each other these little uh, I'm, thank, I'm thankful for you things, okay? Uh, or we do, I mean, we do this quite often. It's just, I don't know, it's, we do this quite often. 
So uh, we do this like, I love you because. And I love you because you're the best cook in the world. And I love you because you're the best mom on the planet. And I love you because uh, you, you pick out the best clothes ever. And I love you because you picked me. And I love you because, right? So then, so then I'll do mine and then she'll do hers, right? And um, like hers are like, I love you because you're stronger than Superman. Okay, you know I'm making them up right now. I love you because you never stink. You know I'm making them up now. Okay, so we do this, we do this, we do this quite often. And, and sometimes we'll even say this, we'll say, remind me of who I am. Sometimes we say that to one another, remind me of who I am. Hello, somebody. And so then uh, I'll say, you're a mighty conqueror. You're a teacher of teachers. You're the anointed of God. You're a devil-stomping woman. You're the prettiest thing on the planet. Are you, are, you, are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, this, I really believe this fits into today, okay? Jesus said, when you pray, this is Matthew 6, verses 9 and following. Matthew 6, verses 9 through 13. Jesus said, when you pray, start out this way. Nussle up the Father and say, Hallowed be thy name. Nussle up the Father, and, and when you pray, when you draw near, what he was saying is when you draw near, draw near in this way by hallowing the name of Father. And so then Father's revealed himself in all of these cool ways in the Bible. Like every time he did some kind of a breakthrough that was consistent with his nature and consistent with his promise, then he actually revealed himself as that as a name, El Shaddai, the God who is sufficient more than enough. Not El Chipo, but El Shaddai. Not El Barely Get By, but El Shaddai. Right? So then, so then, and we know his name is, we know his name is, we say Yehovah, okay? The J is really a Y in the Hebrew. So we say Jehovah, that's English, that's our transliteration, but it's Yehovah, okay? But Yehovah is after we've added vowels to the consonants, because in the Hebrew language, there was only consonants and only vowels, but when he would mark an incident, when he would do something cool, when he would show himself, and you'll see this time and time again in Scripture, in Exodus fifteen twenty six, he heals them and he says, I am the Lord who healeth. Then he says, this is my name. And in the text, you'll see it's Jehovah Ropha, the God who heals. I am. This is my nature I'm the God who heals, Exodus 15, 26. I'm the God who heals. 
This is what, this is not only it is what I did, it's not only what I'll do, I'll not only keep you from disease, not only will I deliver you from disease, not only will I drive disease out of your midst, but this is my nature. You have relationship with the very essence of me. So when you have relationship with the essence of me, this is my nature and it's disclosed in the mystery of my name. I am Jehovah Rofa. I am the God who heals. So there's power in us actually having pillow talk with God. There's power in us knowing his names and knowing more about his names. And when we begin to understand the mystery of his names, we tap into not just a sweetness of pillow talk, but we, talk, we tap into something where there's an exchange in the pillow talk. This is what he wants you to catch. The secret for the exchange of pillow talk is you start it. If you want it more frequently, you start it. If you start it, he'll finish it. So Genesis twenty two fourteen, he 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 rescues Abram out of this crazy situation where he's asked Abram to sacrifice Isaac. Why? Because Isaac represents promise, he represents everything that he ever wanted. And so not only does he rescue him out of the situation, but he rescues him by providing a ram in the thicket, the bushes, right? Caught by his horns, right? But then he says, not only did I do this, but I want to show you something. This is my name. It's my nature and it's my name and this is who I am. Therefore, it's consistent. When you look, once you, once you know his name, understand his name, you see what's revealed and what is hidden in his name, then that attribute of relationship is yours until eternity. That attribute is yours to tap into with a yes. The promises of God are a yes and amen. Once you know him as Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Yireh, the God who provides, you will always know him as the God who provides. You will never have to yield to fear over provision again. But, but you stir up his pillow talk over you when you initiate pillow talk with him. And so you, so he says, when you go to draw near, Matthew 6, 9, when you go to draw near, draw near this way. Draw near with pillow talk. Father, hallowed is thy name. Amazing is your name. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are Jehovah Yireh. You are the God who provides. I love that about you, Father. I love that about you, Dad. There's not one thing. And you begin to, you begin, and you know what? You watch out. Within a moment or two, he's going to interrupt you and say, yeah, but you know what? That's cool, but you are, listen to me. Hush now, pillow talk from me. You are a mighty man of valor. You are a breaker. You are. And then he begins to reveal to you, he begins to share his pillow talk, romantic declarations out of that heavenly realm that we talked about, out of that book that is filled with so many precious and crazy, amazing thoughts about you that we can't even count them all. He begins by the Holy Spirit 
because you're hidden in Jesus to testify those things over you. And now pillow talk to pillow talk. This makes your prayer time like so cool. You've just entered into a new realm in prayer. Let's stand. We'll close this morning. Shortest sermon on the planet. Aren't you glad that you came to church today? Hallelujah. Woo. Oh, God is so good. Amen. Come on, hands up all across the auditorium. Lord, we're, we are receivers. We are receivers. We're, we're receptacles. We are, we are those who are so excited about you, so welcoming of the oil and the wine of the Spirit. We want to be filled and overflowing. We thank you for your ministry to our hearts today. We thank you for prophetic unction within us and upon us. We thank you for destiny visions. We welcome all of this. We welcome all of this as we go out into education, as we go out into media, as we go out into real estate, as we go out into government, as we go out in the household and family, as we go out into every single realm of society, we welcome the hidden mysteries of the treasury that you have for us. We welcome you to write them on our heart by the Holy Spirit, testify them over us over and over by the song of the Lord and by the witness of Jesus. We welcome this. We welcome this. And we say yes to you. We say agreement. Agreement is ours, and it moves from heart to mouth. It moves from heart to mouth. We come into confession agreement to say the same thing that you're saying over us, over ourselves, and over our lives. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, come on, give the Lord a shout of thanksgiving.